You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros Podcast. Y'all. Your girl then did the thing. I ran a half marathon this past weekend. And let me tell you, I'm still in shock. I'm still on a high. I have my medal right here. Don't play with her. Don't play with her. I ran a half marathon and I'm like shook because I rolled down in like June, just some short-term goals, some, sorry, some immediate goals then shorter term, and then like generational. It was something. I wrote some goals in June. And it was after I listened to a podcast. And the short term is like, you can do this soon. Like for real, for real. Like, you know what I mean? And then the generational is like, that's just to keep your mind's eye, to keep your eye on the prize, to let you to be reminded what your purpose is working towards, right? Like who do you want to impact with your purpose work and all those type of things. And so I wrote those things down. And one of the things that I wrote was running a marathon in New York City. And so I have been running this summer more than I ever have in my life. I've been running further than I ever have in my life. And so I was okay. You want to run a marathon. At this point, I already had completed a 5K. And so I was like, okay, I can do this. I can run a marathon. And so um, the people that organized the 5K that I did, they had a few more runs for the rest of the year. And there was a half marathon in October. And I was like, you know what? That's the one. It's not going to be too cold. It's not going to be too hot. And I had the momentum going because I've been running this whole time. So I signed up. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm running a half marathon. (laughs) But I was like, you can do this, right? And so I kept on running this summer. I've definitely had times when I was off. Okay, let's talk about not sticking to the plan. The Nike running app had like this little plan. I was supposed to run five times a week. And I started off doing good for like a month and a week or so. I was doing great, okay? And then I had like a week hiatus. A half a week hiatus. Like I had like different little like moments where I would take off. And then I had a three week stint where I just didn't run at all. I'm talking about I run a minute, okay, for three weeks. And at the end of the three weeks was the half marathon. It's like, girl, you have to run. And so the last day of my training, I decided, you know what? You can do this. Like you can run one more time before this race. And that will be the proof to you that you can do this. Like your mental needs one more run. And I felt that. I felt like I needed one more thing. And so I had this desire, this crazy desire that I wanted to run from Brooklyn to Manhattan. And so I woke up one day and it was supposed to rain. It was supposed to rain. And I was like, okay, you got to get up right now and do this right now because it's going to take you. I wanted to run 10 miles. It takes me about two hours to do that. And so I was like, okay, you got to get your butt up so you can start this so you can beat the rain. It ended up like not raining until like that night. It was perfect, but it was challenging, right? And I had never run outside of Brooklyn. I stay in Brooklyn because that's where I live, child. And so me running over that bridge and going to Manhattan, I was like, ah, 
but it was also so exciting. And I made it all the way to Central Park. Now, if you're not familiar with New York, I'm in Brooklyn. I'm in Bushwick. Bushwick ain't nowhere near no Central Park. Like, it's so far. And I did it. I made it. And it's just, as I saw the numbers going up, so um, the street that I stopped was 90th Street. Y'all, I was on this side of the bridge, like a whole other side to cross the bridge. And then I started at streets with names. And then I started hitting the streets with numbers, right? And so you start going up. So I'm seeing 14th Street. Then I'm seeing 16th Street. Then you see 21st Street. And then you keep going and you just keep going and keep going. And I was making like mini goals as I'm running, right? Because it's a marathon, not a sprint. I wasn't going to get there quickly. If I just kept, oh, I need to do this in mind, that wasn't going to be enough when my side started hurting, when my knees started hurting, when I wanted water, when I wanted to stop and walk, when I had to stop for a second because I was at a crosswalk and there were cars coming and I needed to build my momentum back up to keep going forward until I reached my goal of 10 miles, right? Um, When I had the last time I did 10 miles in my head, when I had the three-week break in my head and all of these things that were a threat to distract me from what I was doing, just the end goal was not going to be enough. I didn't even know what the end goal looked like. I didn't know that Central Park was going to be the end of the road for me. I didn't know how I was going to feel at the end. I had no idea, right? And this is my last day of training. And so there was a lot mentally that I went through. And I was so proud of myself for how I spoke to me, how I encouraged me, how I was kind and gracious to me, how I gave myself mercy when I needed it. Right. And so running that, making it to my goal at the end, realizing I didn't pass the Met. I was at Central Park. I walked through the park a little bit to celebrate. And I was like, okay, I did it. So I can do the next thing. And that was the thing, right? It's like, In that moment, I was stuck on, I need to run this 10 miles right now. But I knew that that 10 miles was a buildup for the half marathon that I was doing coming up. And so we get to half marathon day. I woke up early, honey. I was like super excited. The race started at eight. I woke up at like five something. And um, my mom called me, was like wishing me well. I like ate a little apple. I'm getting myself ready to leave the house. And then I'm making my playlist so that I got some tunes ready because I hate changing the music while I'm running. And so let's get my playlist together. And then I finally make it to the starting line. And it's like, okay, you're about to do this. Like this is a start of the end of this journey that you've been embarking on. This is the start of you achieving this goal that you set for yourself. This is the start of you doing something that you've never done before. And it's going to be so exciting and so fruitful. And you're at the start and you got this. And so that happened and that was exciting. I was nervous, but I was like, I can do this. I listen, I can do this. And so I started off and I ran just like, first of all, I had a goal time, right? So I wanted to finish within um, the half marathon is 13.1 miles which I never done before this. I, my max was 10 always. And so I had a goal of wanting to finish within two hours and 45 minutes. And I finished in two hours and 37 minutes. And so that was dope. And I could tell as I was running, there were little markers on the trail. And 
the little markers will let you know what mile number you're on and there's a timer. And then I also had in my headphones, the Apple running, um, the Nike running app. I had that as well. And it was letting me know like what miles I'm on in the time from when I started my clock. Right. And so I knew that I was going to beat my goal based on how I was running. And it, it felt really great and really sweet. And it helped motivate me. And those times when I wanted to give up, when I wanted to stop, when I felt like um, there were too many people passing me and I was like, dang, people are more experienced. They've run this before. There were times when I was just like, okay, after I reached that 10th mile on the run and I had three more miles to go, I was in uncharted territory. I was doing something I had never done. I was going to reach a goal and feel feelings. My body was going to feel a way that I had never pushed it to feel before. And that started to feel intimidating. I started to give myself permission to stop. I started to say that nobody will, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm out here by myself, da, da, da. But then there was something that reminded me that there, you, you want this, you push for it. Prove to me, prove to yourself that you can do this. Push, go for it. You are reaching your goal how much further can you get this time down, right? And so I kept going and there were some hills. Let me tell you about this hill. There were some hills and I usually run around Brooklyn. And so it's like more flat. We were in this park and the down part of the hill was great because it carried, kind of helped push me to run even when I didn't, I didn't have to exert a lot of energy, right? But when I had to go up that hill, I got to lift them knees. I have to use my arms in a different way. I have to breathe in a different way. And it caused me to be a different runner every time I went around and that hill met me. And I hated it every time. But I was like, can you push for 10 seconds? Give me 10 seconds on this hill where you are going in, where you're pushing yourself. Think about your time. Think about the end goal, right? And so as I did that, as I did that, as I did that, and I'm feeling pain in my knee right before the run, actually, I had prayed, um, not right before, but like a couple of days before I had prayed and I was writing down things that I heard while I was praying. And one thing that I heard was feel the pain and go anyway. And so while I'm running and my knee starts hurting, my feet are hurting. I feel like I can't pick up my legs anymore. That's what I repeated to myself. Feel the pain and keep going anyway. And I did. And I made it to that finish line. I got my medal, babe. <laughs> I got me some water, some Gatorade. They had some bagels out for us. I got my free t-shirt. Okay, we love some swag. And I got that time sent to me in my email. And I seen that I really surpassed my goal. I have friends at the finish line cheering for me. And I had myself knowing that I wrote a goal in June and I just accomplished that goal. Why am I sharing this? Why is this relevant for Power and Pros? Because our minds, our spirit, our walk, our, our journey of faith is a marathon, not a sprint. There are going to be some times where you want to give up. There are going to be some times when you're going to have to speak positively to yourself. There's going to be some times where God has already given you grace. He's given you mercy. He's given you glory. He's given you a goal, but it's going to be you 
that has to push. It's going to be you that's telling yourself, give me 10 seconds on this hill. That's a struggle right now. Give me positive affirmation when you don't have friends on this side of the track that are cheering for you. Give me your integrity when nobody can see if you're going to walk or run, but you're going to run towards the goal in front of you anyway. That's our lives. Our lives are marathons, not sprints. And there are sprints and there are goals that we set for ourselves. There's training that we have before the big moment. And all of them lead up to us achieving our greater purpose. At the end of my run, there was a person that was there that asked me, um, they saw me running, right? And they asked me like, oh, have you done this before? I said, no. And they knew that I was training beforehand. They knew that I ran um, the 10 mile, my final stretch, right? I took those three weeks off and then I ran that final 10 miles and I went to the park. I did that like two days before the marathon. I will never do that again. But at the time, my brain needed one more run before the marathon, I needed to prove to me, my spirit, my body, my mind that I could do the goal that I set out to achieve. And that needed to be accomplished with one more run, with showing myself that even after three weeks off, I wasn't going to give up on a goal that I set. And so even though it was super close to the big marathon, right? I ran anyway. And so that person knew that not recommended. You want to give your body space to breathe and to recuperate and all that stuff. So this is the end of the race. And they were like, yeah, I was talking about like, yeah, I was like limping a little bit. And I was like, yeah, my knee hurts. I can't wait to get some water. Like, da, 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 da. And they were like, yeah, you probably should have did that 10 miles before. Did you break your shoes in? Did you do this? Did you do that? And they're asking me all of these things. And I was so proud of myself, right? I was so proud of myself for pushing. I was proud of myself for making adjustments on my run. Um, they had water stations. And so when I usually, when I run around the city, I don't have water stations. I don't have Gatorade stations, right? And so I'm just running the whole time with nothing to drink. During the run, I used the water stations because it was available to me. But at the end, I stopped using it so I could just keep my momentum to keep going because, again, I was running now a length that I'd never done before. And so I wanted to tap into something that I had done before. And what I usually do is not stop. And so I didn't want to start and stop and start and stop by drinking water. So at the end, I was not drinking water or Gatorade or whatever, right? And so I get to the end. I have reached my goal, well, beyond my goal. I did better than what I thought I was going to do. And I ran a half marathon. Like, you can't tell me nothing, period. And I never ran this long before, right? And so I was on a high. I was so proud. And then I had this person meet me in that proud place, in this moment, and was questioning my decisions, was questioning my training, if I did what I needed to do, and if I did what they would have done in my situation. And I want to come on this microphone today and caution us from doing that. There are things in our walk that we know the decisions we make. We're with us each and every day and the spirit is with us each and every day. The spirit is putting things on our heart to do each and every day. The spirit is guiding our path each and every day, right? And so to us, some things that feel crazy, some things that go against the status quo, some things that people that are in the same race as you would not do, you may find yourself doing. 
And that doesn't mean that it's wrong. It doesn't mean that you're out of order. It doesn't mean that you're crazy. It doesn't mean that you'll lose. I set a goal, not just to run the marathon, but then I set a time for when I wanted to run it. And based on how I trained, based on how the Holy Spirit guided me on my run, based on the power that I gave in my pros, based on how I pushed myself, I succeeded the goal that I set. Okay. And so that happened. And in that very moment, in that very place, I had someone, an outside force, an outside being question my intentions, question that training, question my strength, question the accomplishment that I barely had time to sit in, child. We at the finish line. I barely had time to sit in it. And they were questioning the very thing that I worked so hard to accomplish. And that happens to us each and every day. You will make a decision about something and there'll be somebody who has a a question about your decision. You will go out and decide you're going to do something. You will have done the thing, right? You will have accomplished a thing that you never thought you would do. That wasn't even a desire of yours. I didn't want to run no marathon two years ago. A year ago, that wasn't something that I thought about, right? But I made a decision in June and October, it is accomplished. There are so many people that set goals. They set goals to do a marathon years ago and ain't started training yet. I had weeks off. And I still decided to get up and run on a day when it was going to rain, on a day when I was going, not in my usual running area, but going to a new area, right? All of those things adding up builds to my endurance. It builds to my strength. It builds to my character, my tenacity. One day, I play nothing but worship songs. And so that is two hours of me listening to nothing but the word of God, of affirming my spirit with God's hymns, right? Being building a relationship with God as I'm running because my faith is a marathon, not a sprint. And so I, as destiny, know all of that. And that's why I stood at the finish line proud. That's why I stood at the finish line. I was like, I did that. That's why I wearing this, this medal. I wore it all the way home. And I was like, yeah, like, huh? I ran a marathon today, okay? I ate my bagel with some pride. Like, everything I did had pride laced all through it. I had joy laced through it. I had peace with what I had done, even with my feet, baby. I thought my feet was going to fall off. But I had pride, and I was so proud of myself because I did something I've never done, and I knew the strength and the mental capacity that I needed to get there. And so at that moment, when that person was questioning me, they were going to be their unsolicited commentary on my training and my performance and what I was doing, I had a decision to make. Either they were right or me and God was right. Because me and God, God was all up and through my training. He was all up and through what I was doing. And I was in a sound mind, right, as I'm running. I'm in a sound mind as I'm going for my goal. I'm in my journal. I'm in my notebook. I know what I had going on. And so I had to make a decision. Either this person is right and I could have ran faster and this wasn't my best and I messed up. And this just is an accomplishment, but it could have been a better accomplishment. Either that that was right, that script, because I went there. In my head, I felt bad for about an hour, I ain't gonna lie, where I was like, 
dang, I wonder if my knee would have hurt it if I didn't run two days ago. I wonder if I could have went faster, right? And then one of my friends that I invited to run with me, her time, she finished before me, like 20 minutes before me. And so I was like, dang, I wonder if I would have had more gusto if I was running with her or if I would have did this, if I would have did that. I'm thinking about all of this stuff. And then I thought about, I had to bring myself back to the present, back to what I know, back to what I have built up in this moment, back to my race, my marathon, not this person's, not that what they would have done, not how their training went, not what their playlist was, right? I had to go back to my race. And when I did that, I was able to sit with joy. I was able to celebrate fully. I was able to just thank God for carrying me through. I was able to be so proud for how I went to a place that I never thought I would go. I went to a place that was intimidating and I made it and I made it in better condition than I thought I would. That's is our walk, y'all. That is our lives. There are going to be people that try to snuff out what you do. There are going to be people that have comments on things that you didn't ask them for comments on. There are going to be people who are in the same industry as you, the same sphere as you. They have similar goals as you. And they're going to talk about what vendors they would have worked with. They're going to want to tell you um, how they told people sooner and that's what gave them some help, how they asked this person for that thing. And so if you didn't ask them, you're not going to get the same thing as them, that they went to this place for that loan or this place for that new credit card. And so you need to go to the same place. And if it's not on your heart, if you haven't been led there, remember your journey, remember your marathon, remember your walk. It's yours for a reason. It is unique and tailored to you. And I actually saw a uh, devotional this morning. So I started for an email list and this uh, plan was talking about, I disagree. And the whole thing is when there are new areas in your life, when there are new things that are coming to you, there's going to be opposition and there are going to be things that don't align with your journey. They don't align with what God says about you. That doesn't align with the path that has been put before you that you are walking. It takes a lot to walk your path. So you know where you're walking it. It just makes sense. Even when it's painful, even when it hurts, you know, right? And so the plan was talking about that. And then it says that when something don't come in alignment with your path, with your journey, with your walk, you simply just have to disagree with it. You make a decision that you're not going to align yourself with the other path, with the other opinions. You're going to align yourself with what you and God got going on. And it was rooted in the scripture in Matthew 15, 13. Jesus replied, every plant not planted by my heavenly father will be uprooted. And that made me feel good this morning because I was like, that wasn't planted by me. And that wasn't planted by God. God wouldn't tell me after writing down a goal and achieving a goal that it's not good enough. And you don't want to know how I know that? Because God calls us good enough without having to do anything. He called Jesus good enough before Jesus died on the cross, before Jesus did anything. He said, oh, I'm pleased with you. Like, you're good. We are good, right? That's how God works. And so for me to actually write a vision, make it plain, train for it, dedicate myself to it, then accomplish it, like actually do the work and to not, to not be affirmed that it's good enough, that ain't how my God operates. And that's not how I want to operate. That's not how I want to treat myself. I want to treat myself in a way where if I say something, it's good enough. 
that if I go for a goal and I reach my goal, my goal is good enough no matter who it's compared to, no matter who else is doing something similar, no matter what other vein it could be contorted to, what I set out, what my intention was at the beginning is good enough at the end. And so that is, that's the word, that's the encouragement for today. What you are going after, the accomplishments that you've set, what are you ignoring? What accomplishments have you deemed aren't good enough because of somebody else's path, because of somebody else's opinion, because of how you flip the scripts at the end. Don't do that. If you've written something down, if you said something and stored it in your heart, if you received a word from God and you get to that finish line or you're in the middle of your race right now and you're seeing those miles tick up. When I made it to 11 miles, when I made it to 10, 10.1 miles, babe, when I made it to that, I already was a winner because I was already beyond anything that I had ever ran before. Okay, so if you are at a space where you read your Bible two days and you usually only read it one day in a row and you can't get two days in a row and you finally made it. And on that third day, you ain't making it. You have to start over. Let me tell you, you're not starting over. You're starting now at a different level. Your base, your foundation is different. Don't let your intention be swayed by other people. Let Christ be your firm foundation. It is enough. So that's it. I just want to leave y'all with that. I love y'all. We are having our prayer in Devo week next week. And so if you are not signed up, it's simply just a time where for five days we pray together in the mornings at 7 a.m. Eastern. And then we do a Bible plan on the Version Bible apps together just for additional accountability. You're able to see how others are interpreting the word. And it's just an encouragement for you to make dedicated space and time with God. We have been doing this since the beginning of the year and we're going to keep rocking until the end. And so if you want to join us for the October version, be sure that you hit the link in the show notes so that way you can tap in, tap in, tap in. We're starting on Monday and we will continue through to Friday. And so be sure that you check in for that. I love you guys. Remember to profess your power and there's power in pros. Bye.